We hope you enjoy this message from Pastor Will Levy, recorded at Equipus Church, Dunedin. For more information, please visit equipuschurch.com. I want to I wanna share tonight, but uh, let's, let's pray. Holy Spirit, continue to move in this place. Lord, would you just continue to build in our hearts, Lord, build strength, capacity, grace, belief, anointing. Lord, we step into all that you are. And Lord, when we really are nothing uh, apart from being with you. And so, Lord, we consciously right now say, Lord, we're open. We want to know you more. We want to experience your presence more. Lord, we just again humble ourselves to be called a child of God and we walk with you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm going to just throw some scriptures at you tonight and we're going to go for it. Is that cool? Awesome. 1 Corinthians. If you find 1 Corinthians. You're doing good. First Corinthians. Who's that? First Corinthians. You're all speedy, eh? Speedy. First Corinthians, chapter sixteen. And verse thirteen. We good? All right. First Corinthians, chapter sixteen, verse thirteen. Be on guard, stand firm in the faith, be courageous, be strong, and do everything with love. I want to talk tonight about being on guard. Uh, over the last few weeks, we've been talking about guarding our heart, for out of it determines the uh, course of our life or the issues of life, different translations. I want to talk tonight about being on guard, standing firm. In our faith, being courageous and being strong. Who thinks they're strong in this place? Well, there's a few people. How many push-ups can you do? At least two. This uh, uh, Pete, uh, a uh, just an average Joe. How many push-ups should they be able to do? Thirty-five. <laughs> <laughs> Who can do thirty-five push-ups? Who wants to prove it? Oh, see, right, right away. They honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. Right. <laughs> but hey, what was, the, what was the scripture? The scriptures, be on guard, stand firm in your faith. Come on, stand up. If you think you can do 35 push-ups, man up. Stand up for yourself. Don't be a wuss bag. <laughs> I was like, one, I know one person can do it. <laughs> but there's probably others as, as well. But come on, what's your conviction? Yeah. We, we, uh, you can do 35 push-ups. Yeah, of course I can, but I just don't want to show off. I'm too school for cool. Or too cool for school. <laughs> <All right. laughs> oh, gosh. It's going to be one of those nights. Be on guard. Stand firm in your faith. Be courageous. Be strong. I reckon as Christians, and it's something I want to, I'm training for as well, is to, to be on guard in my faith, to stand firm. Oh, sorry, to be on guard, stand firm in my faith. Uh, you know, be courageous 
and to be strong. I want to be able to get into a place where, where, where I'm sitting next to someone on the plane. And, and I'm, instead of having my headphones on and in my own little world listening to some uh, cool music or something, maybe I could have my headphones off and slightly awkwardly staring at the person next door trying to engage in conversation. Not quite. We, we don't want to be weird. But, hey. but, you know, create an opportunity or space for God to use us. God to, uh, you know, we could do amazing what could happen with just one little conversation and being courageous and being strong and not wavering from who we are. There's, there's one person, obviously, there's lots of people in the Bible, but I want to talk about one person. This is probably the most preached on passage in the Bible. It's the person who stands up strong. And so if you want to turn in your Bibles to 1 Samuel, 1 Samuel chapter 17, who's going to tell me who he is? It's David, of course. It's not Goliath. It's David. So in, in 1 Samuel chapter 17, there's the story of David and Goliath. And uh, I'm just going to go through some, uh, some of the scriptures. I might not get all the way to the point where, where David wins, but we're going to get there. Because I just felt the Holy Spirit say a few things to me as I was reading through this passage, these passages, about standing firm. Standing firm in our faith. Being courageous and being strong. So let's, let's go. 1 Samuel chapter 17. All righty. Oh, that's 1 Corinthians. We're miles away. Here we go. Good thing I didn't mark it earlier. Yes, I did. There we go. Okay. Chapter 17. Here we go. So, so Jesse sends David to go and find his brothers. His brothers are out in the fields, and David turns up as all the Israelites are lining up. And so here we go, verse 20. So David left the sheep with another shepherd and set out early the next morning with the gifts as Jesse had directed him. He arrived at the camp just as the Israelite army was leaving for the battlefield with shouts and battle cries. Just as the Israelites were leaving for the battlefield with shouts and battle cries. You know, when it comes to standing firm and standing strong, I, I love camaraderie. I really do. I, I mean, I'll, I'll get a whole lot of guys. We, we champion each other on. And like, yeah, cool. Come on, you can do it. You'll do this. You'll do that. But one of the things that I felt the Holy Spirit say to me when I was reading the Scripture is, is, is what is your battle cry, not your friend's? So what's your battle cry, not your friends? David turned up as the moment that all the Israelites were walking on out, ready for battle, ready to go against the Philistines, and they were calling up battle cries, and they were all getting hyped up, pumped up, uh, and, and ready to go. But as we read on, they do nothing. And I really believe in life when we need to stand firm in our faith and to be of courage, we have to have our own battle cry. There's something that has to come out of our spirit, ready to call, like stand on the word of God, ready to push Jesus up, ready to hold on to hope, hold on to the faith that we have in Jesus. I, I, I love the fact that I communicate with a few different people and we encourage each other, but when they're going through stuff, I say, what's God saying to you? What's your battle cry? 
What, what, what are you re- what, where are you getting your, your battle cry from? I, I believe tonight, let, let's get a strong battle cry in our spirit. Who, who's, who's got a battle cry? <laughs> no one's putting their hand up because you know I'm going to make you come up and do it. <laughs> but come on, what's your battle cry? Don't rely on what other people are saying around you. But get a conviction in your own spirit about what your battle cry is. Real quickly, keeping on moving on. In verse 23, I'll just read it on down. Soon the Israelites and the Philistine forces stood facing each other, um, army against army. David left his things with the keeper of supplies and hurried out to the ranks to get to greet his brothers. As they were t- talking with them, Goliath, the Philistine champion from Gath, came out from the Philistine ranks. Then David heard him shout his usual taunts to the army of Israel. You know... When it comes to standing firm in our faith and being courageous and being strong, we've got to learn how to not listen to the usual taunts of the enemy. Let's let's just go there a little bit more. I am sick and tired of the enemy pushing in certain areas of my life. Tired of it. It's a lie of the devil. It's just a lie. But like Goliath came out every day. He taunted every day. Come on, as a, as a believer, let's get to a point where we stand firm in our faith and be courageous and be strong. Let's not listen to the usual taunts of the enemy. Are you sick and tired of being insecure? Let's stop listening to the taunts of the enemy. Let's listen to the Word of God. Let's listen to to what God says about you. Let's get that as usual input into our life. Are you tired of battling that area of sin? Come on, let's again get get not not make that usual, but let's get to a point where our usual or our habit is, is triumph in the name of Jesus. Standing strong and standing firm in the name of having courage. But sometimes we're like, oh, it's it's easier just to let him win in that area so I can, I'll get away in this area. No, come on. Let's stand strong and firm in our Christianity. Don't let's let's not listen to the usual taunts of the enemy. You you you're you're an overcomer. You, God's given, made, made a way from you. The, I like the Bible because it says he'll never test you more than you can handle. I praise the Lord for that scripture. Even when it's getting hot, even when it's, I'm under pressure, I'm like, all right, God, come on. Come on, God. So again, let's not listen to the usual taunts of the enemy tonight. At the end of this message, we're going to pray because I'm tired. I know what it's like. I really do. I know what it's like to listen to the usual taunts of the enemy. And in fact, I can tell you at a, at a conference in, in, in Hillsong in London, in London, at a Maximized Leadership Conference, Pastor Matthew Barnett was there. I have got no idea what he was preaching about. But I know it was at that moment and it was at that conference I decided I'm not going to listen to the usual taunts of the enemy. I'm going to stand on the Word of God. I'm going to stand on what God is, who God has called me to be. And I just brought to the cross an area of my life that I, I just knew was just holding me back. 
And I said, Lord, I want to listen to your word, your voice. I don't want to listen to the usual taunts of the enemy. I want to stand up for who you are and who you've called me to be in Jesus Christ. I want to stand firm in faith. I want to be of good courage. I want to, I want to be strong in, in, in spirit. Amen. Awesome. Let's keep going real quick. Verse 24. As soon as the Israelite army saw him, they began to run away in fright. Hmm. Have you seen this giant? <laughs> the men asked. I don't know about you, but that's not really standing firm and strong in faith. That's not really courageous. Uh, I mean, what, what about when Elijah on the battle of uh, on Mount Carmel? I, I like what he says here. Elijah in First Kings chapter eighteen, verse twenty-one, it says, "Elijah went before the people and he said, How long will you waver between two opinions?' I, I reckon we've got to we've got to get an opinion in our spirit. You're all opinionated." <laughs> Let's get a, a good opinion in our spirit of who we are in God and who we are. Let's not waver between one opinion or another opinion. Uh, you know what, what annoys the, just annoys me? Quiet fans. <laughs> Quiet fans. You, you know what, a, not a, zzz, like you're going to a game and you're a fan. All right, just helping you out just in case. Quiet fans and frustrate me. I'm like, come on, at least get up and say something. Don't don't grizzle at the referee. Just get up and encourage your team. Uh, I mean, uh, quiet fans. See, see, sometimes we've just got to stop wavering, and we've got to learn how to put on the right t-shirt. Now, let me just help you. Oh, 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 oh. secrets, secrets. This is my oldest top. But I'm a fan. I'm a big fan, right? I'm a fan. I like LeBron James. He's a great basketball player. In fact, if I had a Michael Jordan top, I'd have that one on as well. But I'm a fan. Anyone else like LeBron James? He's awesome. There's a lot of quiet people out there right now. Come on, okay, where you at? Come on, this is NBA. I saw another friend with a heat jersey. I was like, come on, there we go right there. That's prophetic. <laughs> come with fans. Oh, I'm a, obviously, he's transferred from the heat now. I know some of you don't know NBA. That's okay. But he's transferred to the, uh, uh, another team called the Cleveland Cavaliers, and, and they won the NBA last year. It was awesome. I'm not sure if they're going to do it this year, but anyway. But come on, I'm a fan. Are you a fan? What team do you support? Who, who are you passionate about? But the problem, the problem is, is like, um, the problem is, I have another top. Oh, here we go. Who wants to be my friend now? I'm a fan of the Warriors. Who's a fan of the Warriors? Half of you probably have no idea. It's not the New Zealand Warriors league team. Uh, it's the Golden State Warriors. They won the championship previous to last year. But, uh, you know, I'm a fan. Come on, what team do you support? 
See, but the, the problem is, I, I like LeBron James. I think he's awesome. And I got given this top, and I like Steve Curry. He's cool as well, another Christian guy. But really, really, I just need to make a stand. I just got to make a stand for the OKC. Any OKC fans out there right now? See, OKC is probably the, one of the most more famous NBA teams because it's got the only New Zealander in it, uh, Stephen Adams. But uh, or why do we keep wavering? We keep wavering between, oh, I'm a, this fan or I'm a that fan or oh, I'm a different type of... No, I'm talking about fans now, but... We, you know what I mean? We, we keep changing our top rather than just making a stand. Making a stand for what team you're on. I, I will tell you now, I, I support all three teams, honestly. <laughs> but I love watching OKC. I know this is just, we're just talking about a sport right now. But when it comes to our faith, when it comes to our Christian walk, do we wear the, the, the robe of righteousness? Do we wear the, the colors of Christ? Do we stand up? Do we stand firm in our faith? We, we be courageous. Are we strong? Are we prepared to put it out there? Are we prepared to go, you know what? This is who I am. This is the team that I support. When it comes to uh, my Christian, when it comes to relationships, this is how I'm going to handle my relationships. This is how I'm going to date. I'm going to honor the person that I'm going to date. And I'm going to guard myself against getting into situations that are going to dishonor them and dishonor myself. I'm going to ask my leaders. I'm going to get people around me that are going to help me and lead me and guide me. But let's, let's be a fan of Jesus Christ. Let's stand firm and let's, be, uh, be, let's stand firm in faith, be, cur- be courageous and be strong. See, Joshua and Caleb, they, they knew who they were, what side they were on. The, 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 Moses sends this group of spies, 12 spies in Numbers. Let's go there just real quick. In Numbers... Um, chapter 14. It's actually before that. Chapter 12, 13. We're here. And Moses gives them instructions. Go in. Go north to the Negev, even the hill country. See what the land is like and find out whether the people living there are strong or weak. He's giving, them, he's giving them instructions, and he says, bring back a report. Let's turn over and into verse 30 of chapter 13. But Caleb tried, see, they brought back this bad report. But Caleb tried to quiet the people as they stood before Moses. Let's go at once and take the land, he said. We can certainly conquer it. But the other men who had explored the land with him disagreed. We can't go up against them. They are stronger than we are. So they spread this bad report about the land and among the Israelites. The land we traveled through, the, uh, through 
and explored will devour anyone who goes to live there. All the people we saw were huge. We even saw giants, their descendants of Anak. Next to them, we felt like grasshoppers, and that's the way they thought too. I don't know if you've ever read the scripture all the way through, but how did they know what they were thinking? Isn't it amazing how the devil will put stuff into your mind, which is not true? But we need to learn how to stand firm and be courageous, stand firm in our faith and be courageous and be strong of who God has called us to be. See, Caleb and Joshua had gone in, they spied out the land. Yeah, okay, this is where it's at. This is, some of them are a little bit larger than normal, but hey, God's on our side. We can take it. Let's go at once. But then there was 10 others which were like, no, they looked at the, in the natural. This is what we're coming up against. We're going to come up against so many things in the natural that we're going to say, what the, this is just not going to work. But in our inheritance and what we're believing for, we've got to stand firm in our faith, be courageous and be strong. I reckon let's learn how to wear the colors of Christ in our, in our heart. Let's learn how to stand strong for Jesus. Amen. Awesome. We've got to get over some stuff, though. We've got to work through some areas. In verse 28 of back at 1 Samuel, it says this. Um, verse 27, let's go there. And these men gave David the same reply. They said, yes, that is a reward for killing him. But when David's oldest brother Eliab heard David t- talking to the men, he was very angry. What are you doing here anyway, he demanded. I understand that we need to stand firm in our faith. I understand we need to be courageous. I understand we need to be strong. But I also understand there's been words spoken against you. I also understand that you've, had, you've gone through a whole lot of negativity. I understand that because I know what it's all about. I know that there's an enemy out there trying to tear you down, not lift you up. I understand that. We, even This is his oldest brother. Anyone look up to the oldest brother here? You don't have to put up your hand. But you know what I mean? Like, this is a person who is, he's the oldest brother. He's supposed to be the protector. He's supposed to look out for the rest of the family. But he's speaking down on you. There's many people in this room, I know, the enemy's spoken down on you. People close to you have spoken down on you. I know what it's like to grow up with words spoken down on you. But I want to say tonight, you can break that. You can stand firm in your faith. You can be courageous. You can be strong. Let's not let words speak down on us. First Timothy chapter 4, it says this. This is Paul's encouragement to Timothy. Don't let anyone think less of you because of you, you, are, you are younger. Now the translation says, don't let anyone belittle you. Have you ever had someone... Speak down at you. Have you ever some, said, had someone belittle you? Sometimes the, the enemy gets in that way. But I want to say tonight, at the end of this message, we're going to pray. And this is an opportunity to renounce some of those words that have been spoken over your life. 
to repent from accepting some of those words that have been spoken over you and to declare who you are as a child of God, to declare that you're a son and daughter of the king, to declare tonight that you are of a royal priesthood, to, to declare tonight that, that you are just, uh, again, a son of God. I want to encourage you to be courageous. Stand firm in your face, faith. Be courageous and to be strong. Stand up against words that have put you down. Stand up against discouragement. Stand up against hurt. Stand up against disappointment. Tonight it's about standing up, putting on a war cry, ready to cry out to God saying, this is who I am. This is the team that I'm on. Verse 33, again, it's a similar thing to stand up against words that have been spoken over you. Even Saul says this, don't be ridiculous. Goliath is this trained weapon of mass destruction from his youth. And you're just a shepherd boy. If you're anointed, then you've got everything that you need. Ask yourself the question, are you anointed? Yes, you are. Yes, you are. If you're called by God, yes, you are. Has God empowered you? Yes, he is. So we can have people of importance speak down to us. I remember having a discussion with my wife about something our leader said. Not, not currently. It's a different person. You don't know him. <laughs> Just throwing it out there so you can't guess. But something... Desiree was just rising in leadership and doing different stuff, and then she got criticized about something, and the leader came and talked to her about it. And we then talked about it, and we just said, come on, just keep doing what God's called you to do. And then about six months later, that leader came back to her and said, you know what, that, that discussion that we had, we had, excuse me, I was wrong. Sometimes we have people speak stuff over or into our life, but whether they're right or wrong, we choose on how we're going to respond. We don't let stuff get in. Uh, we choose whether stuff gets in or not. I want to encourage you tonight. You let the good stuff in and shake the bad stuff off. Amen. Learn how to stand up as a child of God. I want to encourage you tonight. Let's, let's keep going. Be who God has called you to be in verse 38. David knew who he was called to be. Then Saul gave David his own armor. We know this. This point has been preached on a million times about how Saul gives David his armor. But David says, no, I don't need that. I just need to be who I am. God has called you who you are. I like that you're you. I, I like that you do what you do. I sound like a Dr. Zeus book. <laughs> but, but, and here's the thing. I like who I am. I haven't got it all together, but I'm being who I'm called to be. I want you to be who you're called to be. Don't try and be Brian Houston. Don't try and be whoever this, whoever that. Be who you are because God's equipped you and anointed you to be who you are. He get, he's given you the skills that you need for that situation. You know, the, the great thing about David and Goliath if there was an actual soldier there who had some guts and was going to stand up, he would have lost hand-to-hand -hand combat. But God knew that David had the skills to launch something from a distance that would take Goliath down without even getting near to him. 
And God knew that David had those skills. And so he chose him for this moment and for this time. God's going to call you for those moments. God's going to call you for those times because he's given you the ability and the skills to do that. So be you. Stand strong in who you are in faith. Be courageous and be strong. Amen. Awesome. Verse 45. This is where it's going to get interesting. David replied to the Philistine, You come to me with sword and spear and javelin, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of heaven's army, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have. Hold on. Let's just, let's just back up just a little bit. See, when I read my Bible, all Goliath says is this. Am I a dog? He roared. Uh, roared sorry. Uh, that you come at me with a stick, and he cursed David to the names of his God. See, Goliath had no declaration. He had no declaration whatsoever. He just called David a name, a dog. That's not original. At least come up with something better than that, you dog. I'm like, why? Because there's no declaration in him. But when it got to David... Listen to this declaration. You come to me with sword, spear, and javelin, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of the heaven's armies, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied. Today the Lord will conquer you, and I will kill you and cut off your head, and then I'll give the the dead body of your men to the birds of the wild animals, and the whole world will know that there is a God in Israel, and everyone assembled here will know that the Lord rescued his people, but not with sword and spear. This is... This is the Lord's battle, and he will give you to us. Come on, what's the, what's the battle cry in you? Uh, don't be a silent fan. <laughs> let's not be a silent. Let's, let's at least wear the top and persevere through the heat. Because <sighs> it's getting hot up here. <laughs> so what? Are you a fan? Wear the top. Let's get some grit. Uh, this year, if, if you're a Highlanders fan, make some noise at the rugby. Just choose. Make, I know we've got students from out of town. They come in all hot and steamy and think, oh, yeah, I'm going to support my team from outside of town. I don't know why I'm talking about this. <laughs> but let's stand firm in, in who God has called in our faith and be courageous and be strong. Let's have a battle cry in our spirit. Our battle cry comes from the Word of God. Every message that we speak always comes back to the Word of God. But what's your battle cry tonight? Who do you need to ask Jesus? What do you need to ask Jesus for? Let's get the keyboard up, please. We've got plenty of time, but it's because I don't want you to go out of this place without knowing who you are in God, without standing firm in faith, with courage and strength. Because this is a year that's going to be better than any other year, better than the previous years. This is going to be a great year. Why? Because you know who you are in God. You're, you're getting something in your spirit tonight that says, you know what, I'm going to stand up for who I am. Who is this Philistine? Who is, this, who, is, who is this enemy who comes at me with his usual taunts? I'm not going to listen to that. This is, this is what I'm going to listen to. 
I'm a child of God. I've been made righteous through faith in Jesus Christ. I've been called by God. I'm a son. I'm a daughter. I'm of a royal priesthood. Friends, don't, don't listen to the lies. Stand firm in your faith. Be courageous. Be strong. And so over the next 15 minutes, I wanted plenty of time. Because sometimes courage takes a little bit to stir. And I just want the Holy Spirit to stir. I want the Holy Spirit to just stir in your spirit. Courage. Just courage. Uh, my prayer is that it, just we, we know what it is to stand firm in faith. Whilst the students are coming down, but it's not just students. It's all of us. But they're all coming down. O week's happening. It's a party environment. Lots of Christians coming to O week. But let's not waver between two opinions. Let's stand firm. Don't lose half of your life because the devil took you out now. And then come back to God later on in life. Like God will still love you. God will open up his arms. But imagine the amazing life you'd have if you just continue to stand firm in your faith and be courageous and to be strong. I, I thank God every day for my life. That's phenomenal. I haven't, I haven't, made, it, I haven't made it right all the time. Make mistakes all the time. But I ask the Lord to help. Do you know the first step of being courageous is just saying, God, I need you. It's not, it's not lying on the ground, crying your eyes out. It's not putting on the act. It's just saying, God, I need you. God, I need you. This year. See, when I talked about the notices and I talked about hosting an e-group, I believe the Holy Spirit prompted some people. But there was a usual response. Oh, no, I couldn't do that. Well, what about asking for courage? Why don't you just say, God, I want courage tonight. I want to stand firm. I want to stand firm in my faith. Oh, why would, why would anyone want to connect with me? Come, that's a usual lie of the devil. Don't listen to that. You've got something to say. You're awesome. You're amazing. Oh, but I'm doing this in my life. The Bible says there's no con condemnation in Christ Jesus. So don't let condemnation hold you back. If there's area of your life you need to address, courage to address them. Courage to reach out. Ask, ask someone. The Bible says, bring it into the light. As soon as something's brought into the light, it has no power in the darkness again. Work through it. We'll love you through it. We might tell you some honest stuff. But the Bible says the truth will set you free.
But I can guarantee you this. I guarantee you this from, from me as a pastor. When we tell you the truth, it will always be done in love. It will never be done in black and white. It will always be done in love. Why? Because who are we? We're doing our best to serve Jesus, and we want you to do your best to serve Jesus. But let's stand firm in faith. Let's be courageous. Let's be strong. Tonight, I believe God's given you a battle cry. Battle cry. This is, this is who I am. I don't think we need to do that message again. Who I am. Who am I? Pastor Desiree's got a great message on who am I. And we get a journal. We start writing down stuff. This is who I am. It's a bit like a, a nutrition plan. Pete's my personal trainer. He sends me a nutrition plan down in a journal. That's good stuff. But there's nothing like writing down who you are in Jesus and acknowledging it and getting that into your spirit because that's what will sustain you. That's what will encourage you. So why don't we stand tonight? Maybe you're like, maybe you feel like you're in that space that you're wavering between two opinions. How about it tonight? There's no pressure, but when we stand firm in our faith, we step out in courage and we're strong. Imagine, imagine the blessings. Imagine the, the people that could be impacted. Kind of young people, this year in, in your high school, what could happen? Come on, what could happen if you just stood up? Come on, every Friday, buy 200 pizzas. Invite everyone out. They're like, yeah, sure, if you give us the money. But what could happen if you, if you just got a cry in your heart and said, you know what? I love my high school. I'm going to stand up for who God's made called me to be. Maybe, well, probably not too many first years here, but I know a lot of young adults will connect with. But you could be in an RA or you could be serving in the halls of residence. What could happen if you just went with an inkling or something from the Holy Spirit that just says, you know what, this is what we're going to do. And I'm going to stand up and I'm going to declare that this is what the hall of residence is going to be like. And I'm going to create spaces to have encounters and build relationship with people. What could happen? What could happen in our workplace, our family? Stand firm in faith. Be courageous and be strong. Holy Spirit, tonight I pray over every single person.
Would you just uh, just love on them, Lord? Just pour out your Holy Spirit. Release courage. You know, I, we, we don't do this often, but I just feel like the Holy Spirit, you know, we have an altar here. It's where we just bring stuff to Jesus. It's where we hand stuff over to Him. And I did say earlier, we're going to pray for people who've had words spoken over your life that you just can't get rid of. And you want someone to pray with you. I'd love to pray with you. Our leaders would love to pray with you. But also, tonight, just as a step of courage, is just coming and worshiping in this last song at the altar. It's just between you and God. We're saying, Lord, I'm gonna be of, I'm gonna be courageous. I'm gonna stand firm in my faith. I want to grow stronger in you. And just as an act of courage, I invite you as we sing this song. The rest of the team need to jump up, please, if that's all right. As we sing a song, say, Lord, just breathe courage into my heart. Stir fire into my soul. I'm not going to waver between two opinions anymore. I'm going to stand firm in who I am. I'm going to wear the colors of Christ. When people ask me on a, on a Monday, what did you do in the weekend? Oh, well, Saturday was awesome and Sunday I just rested. No, this time we're going to say Saturday was awesome, but Sunday was even better because I worshiped my Lord. What do you mean you worshiped my Lord, your Lord? Oh, I go to church. I, I love Jesus. Imagine what could happen in, in a conversation like that. God's got courage all over you tonight. Thank you for listening to this message recorded at Equipus Church, Dunedin. We pray it blessed you. For more information, please visit equipuschurch.com.